0: You're listening to Irish Radio candidate Home and Abroad. And a few weeks back, we had the opportunity to have a chat with uh, James Maloney. And James is a member of the Liberal Party. And he is the chair of the Canadian-Irish Interparliamentary Caucus. And um, when we were chatting to him a few weeks back, he was telling us that he was working on having a motion passed at, in the House of Commons. Well, that was successfully passed on the 11th of March, just in time for St. Patrick's Day. And that motion was to designate March as Irish Heritage Month. Uh, James Maloney, welcome back and congratulations.
1: Listen, thank you. I'm, uh, I'm, first of all, thank you for having me back on your show. It's always a great pleasure. And thank you for, uh, you know, continuing to do what you do, which is to, to wave the flag and keep people's spirits up, uh, particularly during these times, which continue to be so challenging. But it is a pretty exciting time here in Canada, this month, month of March particularly, right?
0: Now that March has been designated Irish Heritage Month, and I know it was the middle of the month this year, when you got that uh, motion passed. What does it mean for me? And particularly in 2022, what do we hope it means?
1: Well, and that's really the essence of the question. So, as we've discussed before, what the motion is not, it's not a motion to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It's not a motion about drinking green beer and putting on green hats. It's a motion to celebrate the great contributions that the Irish community has made to Canada, you know, this year, last year, and for, you know, decades and literally hundreds of years before. And if you... I, I spoke to the motion twice in the House of Commons. Uh, first reading was on December the 11th of last year, and and I outlined all of this and, and so much of what it means to uh, Irish Canadians. And, you know, if you go back pre-Confederation, if you go back to Confederation, if you go back to present times when there's so many people who are working so hard and people who are genuinely... uh proud of both their Irish heritage and living in Canada, whether they become citizens or not. And it's it's this dual pride and it's a celebration of, of what all of those people have done. So wh- what does it mean? I mean, it means that next year and, you know, 2022 and every year thereafter, uh, people of Irish descent are going to be able to uh, be proud of the fact that the Parliament of Canada uh, in 2021 um, passed this motion, and they passed it unanimously. There wasn't a single person opposed to it. So um, it's a thank you. It's a recognition because I think, as I've said to you before as well, I, in my personal view, the Irish community in Canada has become a little bit too modest over the years because they don't uh, well they're modest to begin with they they don't celebrate the great things they've done in Canada enough and they don't they don't uh, tell enough people about it so this is this was an overdue recognition and an overdue thank you so it's a sense of pride you know it's not just about St. Patrick's Day it's about every month of the year but in March in particular people can Uh, you know, think of the Irish and thank them for all the great work they've done. And and that's what the motion is all about. So, I mean, you know, if you, you, my own circumstances, my family came here generations ago and somebody asked me what this means to me. And I, I didn't, uh, I didn't realize how emotional I would be until I'm standing in the house of commons talking about this. And it makes me think about my, you know, my father and my mother and my grandparents and, my ancestors who first came to Canada and settled settled in the Ottawa Valley. I mean, you're, we're proud of our Irish heritage, people like me, but you can't always put it into words to sort of capture it. But it's you know it's there and it's powerful. And the number of people who have reached out to me since the motion passed uh, ten days ago, uh, it's been overwhelming. I have to tell you, and it, it means so much to so many people. And you know, people. And, and I'll say this too: people have been very kind and congratulating me, but honestly, you know, I was—I consider myself incredibly lucky to have the job that I do, and I was just the guy in the right place at the right time who was able to make this happen. It was long overdue, and it's a very, very special thing, so it, it means so much to so many people, and it's not just this year, but this year it's special, and I'm sorry to go on about this, but this year it's, it, it is particularly special because we're living through very challenging times and people can't celebrate in the usual way and with the usual people uh, that we do other years and this gives us something to uh, really celebrate at home and with our families but we'll be able to do it uh, every year going forward so it's uh, it's remarkable really.
0: Can you see in future years James that this should hopefully provide a stimulus to the Irish community across the country to zone in and maybe develop what would be a heritage month so as that how the Irish have um, integrated into Canada since time to say starts to be reflected from Newfoundland right out to British Columbia.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I was talking to somebody about that because I, I I went to, we did have the flag raising at Toronto City Hall on Wednesday, Mayor Tory was kind enough to allow us to do that, and there was five of us socially distanced, and and uh, but it was a real celebration, but I was talking with some of the people after, and I've had other discussions as well, you know, this the motion's passed, but that's not the end of it. I mean, we, you know, we need to celebrate the fact that, you know, it was Irish who built the Welland Canal, the Rideau Canal, and you can literally go from Newfoundland to Vancouver Island and everywhere in between, you can find monuments and memorials, it's of people or places or parks, whatever the case is where you can see that Irish contribution. So we need to build on this and we need to, we need to celebrate that. And so what I would like to see is some moving forward is to tie all of this together. And because we live in a, Technologically advanced world. I mean, look what we're doing right now. Um, you know, we we can make this happen so that people have at their fingertips. They can go somewhere and they can find out what that means. If you live in Lethbridge, Alberta, or if you live in Thunder Bay, where I was born, or if you're from St. John's, Newfoundland. You know, and because one of the things that you saw, and if I would encourage people to go watch the proceedings on the uh, in the House of Commons. All of the MPs that spoke to this, this this motion, the stories they were telling about what this meant in their own communities, what the Irish had done to contribute to building those communities, and the people and the stories and the places and all of these things, it was really, it's, it's quite uh, heartwarming. But you realize just how important it is when you hear that. So if you, people need to know more about this because, as I said, people have been modest and become modest, and they don't talk about these things as much as they should, in my opinion.
0: Um, I think what was worth mentioning here is that coinciding with that is uh, there was an Irish uh, Famine Migrant Stories in Ontario, the uh, virtual uh, museum or exib- exhibition launched yeah.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: during the week. And I think speaking to what you've just said, that here a virtual exhibition was being launched because in the times we're in and it's a powerful expo- uh, ex- exhibition relating to uh, Ontario. But mm-hmm. given the times we're in, the ability now to do a virtual St. John's to Vancouver, Ireland, Ireland mm-hmm. uh, fabric of Irish society or Irish contribution is something that's an awful lot more achievable.
1: Look, you're absolutely right in that, that event you're talking about. I mean, we have Ireland Park here in, in the shores of Lake Ontario. And there's another there's another great story. I mean... Canada's proud of the fact that it's a country built on immigration and the Irish story is is a story that most people don't know about. When I tell people that 38,000 people showed up on the shores of Lake Ontario when the population was 20,000 and that they were welcomed with open arms when these people were sick and dying and, you know, they've been traveling for months. People shake their heads in disbelief. I said, no, it's a true story. This is one of the most important building blocks of the city we live in. And those are the kind of stories that need to be shared. And you're right, they can be done. You know, there's a lot of things we've, we've struggled with in the past 12 months. But one of the things that's coming out of this there's going to be some positive developments out of the the circumstances we've lived in, and that is our uh, connectivity and people's ability to deal with things in a virtual world and you 're right so we can we can connect all of these things and make it more readily available for people so they can see it and and understand it better so that's definitely something we need to build on
0: so would emotion like this then give impetus? to be able to maybe apply some, for some federal funding to be able to put some of these building blocks in place in the future.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, some and there's already talk of some of these initiatives. I mean, Ireland Park uh, is, is a you know obvious example here in Toronto, and the federal government's participated in that, and I was an advocate for supporting that uh, uh, initiative, um, along with the Irish government, a lot of uh, private donors. But that's just one example, and these are the types of things that, we should be encouraging, but the answer to your question is: I think yes, most definitely. Because using the word awakening is probably overstating it quite a bit. But it's 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 people have sort of uh, you know twigged to the idea. Of, yeah, let's do something with this now. We do need to celebrate this more than we do. So I think I think you'll start seeing more and more of that. And on the political side, you know what politicians are like—they see a good idea and then they try to take credit for it and jump on like it was theirs, right? So, so,
0: so I've never known a politician—I've never known a politician, sure known no. a politician <laughs> like that in my life.
1: <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither.
0: <laughs> so, given the year that's in it, how did you spend the seventeenth of March this year?
1: Well, that's a good question. So, as I said, I went to—I uh, went down and did the flag raising, and we finished up around uh, quarter after twelve, and I literally stood in Nathan Phillips Square. I looked at a few people and were wearing masks. We said, well, I guess I'll see you later. I'm going home because everything's closed, right? So, yeah. or, and it was a beautiful day too. I mean, you know, the pubs would have been bursting at the seams and the patios would have been full. It was so nice. But I, I came home and uh, I celebrated the, the day with Deirdre and, uh, we had a look. It was a special day. It always is a special day. It was just, it was just different. And and uh, John Tory, the mayor of Toronto, said the last year because things literally closed down in Toronto on March the 16th. He said, "Don't worry, everybody. We'll have St. Patrick's Day in the summer." I think he was wise not to say the summer of what year. But uh, he's uh, renewed his commitment that we're, we're going to have a celebration on the 17th of. A month later this year, we just don't know what month it is. But this year was it was unique. But it was you know what's uh you'll remember it for the positive things. And I got to spend the day with Deirdre, and it was about family and about you know thinking about what's important.
0: The other thing I think that might be important is that these past two years, because the traditional type of St Patrick's Day was put on hold, uh, I think it may allow for a total re-evaluation and a renewal in many ways of how St. Patrick's Day might be celebrated in the future.
1: I think that's that's a a good assessment because it's not about just one day and going to the pub. It, It will be a month dedicated to celebrating all of these great things that have happened over time and continue to happen now i mean as you know, i said at the beginning i mean you you have this show here you you carry on the traditions and you keep people's spirits up uh with this show and you keep people informed so i think you know all of these things are going to lead to some expansion of the celebration but not just about having fun it's about uh, appreciating all of the things that have happened before
0: I know Arthi virtually visited the White House, and, and normally this time of the year we would have a. I don't know what the correct collective term is, um, but I guess it's caucus of politicians. But uh, we, uh, in the Canadian well. context, I don't know what the correct uh, collective might be in the Irish context. But we'd have a a a, a, um, a load of politicians who would have traveled over to visit various parts of Canada. Uh, and I guess we're, we'll be looking forward to that relationship being reestablished in the flesh in the future as well.
1: Well, you're absolutely right. And we would have had, uh, you know, celebrations in every part of Canada, big or small. And I, I, I do want to give mention to uh, our new ambassador, Eamon McKee, who's uh the poor man—he's been here since September, and I don't think he's seen much beyond the, the the yard of his house because he's because of the lockdown we've been in. And notwithstanding that, he's done a remarkable job reaching out to all parts of Canada, you know, on Zoom and by telephone and uh, connecting with people. And he did that uh, uh, extensively over the past week. So I, I do want to thank him for all his hard work and. Uh, but I look forward to the day and I know he does even more so when he can get out and actually see this great country that he is in now and meet with all of our great communities, not only in Toronto, but in Ottawa and the Ottawa Valley and all across the the whole country.
0: So, James, um, we should wrap up. And in wrapping up, I'm going to ask you now if if you can share the motion and um – that you said was unanimously passed on the 11th of March. So for the generations to come, uh, this is what Canada, how Canada views the Irish contribution.
1: On March the 10th of 2021, around 7.30 at night, the uh, Canadian House of Commons unanimously adopted the following motion, M18 Irish Heritage Month that, in the opinion of the House, the government should recognize the important contributions that Irish Canadians have made to building Canada and to Canadian society in general and should mark the importance of educating and reflecting upon Irish heritage and culture for future generations by declaring the month of March as Irish Heritage Month.
0: Unanimously approved. 100%. James Maloney, thank you very much indeed for taking the time. And again, congratulations.
1: Well, listen, thank you. And I I really appreciate coming on the show anytime.